You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey y'all, welcome to session eight. I am so excited as always for you to listen to this one. I feel like I'm a broken record this season on like why I'm so excited, but it's really similar here, which is giving you Sam's perspective on so many of the things we're talking about in terms of community, content, engagement, sharing your value, all of that stuff is included in this episode. And the way that she thinks about and approaches it is going to be so incredibly useful for y'all to hear. The steps that we're taking are going to help you with your strategy, but the mindset and the way she's thinking about it is going to be a lot of what I'm pointing out as well because this is the six-figure mindset and it's going to help you see that you can make it easy. Like a really big theme of this episode is how easy she's making a lot of this stuff. And I want you to feel that too. So if you're in a place where it feels hard or it feels like a stretch or the strategy is still really difficult, you're gonna get really good perspective on how to think about it in a new way and how to make it easy and really permission for it to be easy. So I cannot wait for you to listen. I think this is going to be a game changer in terms of your own communities and engagement and content. And I so hope it serves you. Thank you as always for listening and I hope you have a beautiful week. All right, what's going on? Hey, uh, it's good. Yeah, I've been like, last week was nice because I felt like I had more time, which was great. Yeah. And I was still super productive, but I just didn't feel like extremely hectic, which was really nice. But then this week I feel hectic, but mostly because it's like happens to be the last week of the month. So like finalizing content and everything, even though my VA did like almost all of it, you know, Mm. just kind of how everything shook out this month and like everybody's trying to squeeze five days into two days. So this week is like a little hectic and that's fine. It's like not really a big deal. Totally. But um, I could see the first glimpse of my new normal last week, which was really nice. Well, it's so good because you're like past the calls, you're past the training, you're past like all of that like intensity, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, like the VA doing all of it, like how's that going? Because that has to feel pretty freaking amazing. It's been great. Yeah, it's been great. She's been actually really good. So like all the content she's submitted so far, like for every client, even the tech clients has just been like, oh, okay, a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Um, So that's been really great. Um, And she's been super helpful. So, yeah, it's been going really, really well so far. That's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that was like a relief that we didn't have to do. Like, Because I feel like I would have been like, like if she didn't work out, I would have been super just like, it's not great. Like, I just want to be done with it and like done hiring and stuff. But she's been great so far. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny how that can make you pull back so much. So it's like so nice that you're seeing like and, and the amount of time saving for you. Like I'm sure that's just incredible in terms of just having to make tweaks versus legit having to create it all. For sure. And it's just like because I scaled so much like recently 
there's like a lot of like solidifying of strategy and like my hands are in it a little bit more because it's like a lot of new clients. Right. Totally. Um, so even like after this month, once all of that is more like solidified and we're good to go, like I, I'm already going to be even less than I have been just now because um, I've had like more back and forth than normal with clients just because we're like kind of getting up and running on a few people on a few new clients that's Mm -hmm. um so yeah so i i think next month i'm gonna be like really really happy about my life totally and i think it's also just really valuable to see too that like you know she's making gonna make progress too like this was her first month doing it if it's already good next month is gonna be even better yeah and it was definitely like you know because she started and then i was like so busy with the scholarship and like then i was out and everything so it was almost like i was slowing her down a little bit Mm -hmm. um so so yeah it's gonna be like even better from here on out so good so good so in terms of where we're at with like following up content plan like I know we said like if you didn't get to it we'll do it on this call I know we were still following up with some of the old leads just give me like an update on all that yeah so I haven't really followed I followed up with like a couple of people last week but you know a lot of the money objections were like I I realized that a lot of the people who were like hard money objections those are people that actually um don't have a full-time job so they've already left their full-time job. So, like, they were more, like, I cannot pay my rent and do mm-hmm. this type of people, which I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because I did get a lot more people who had already left their full-time jobs applying for the scholarship than I expected. So I was kind of like, all right, great. Because it's like, you know, I can only reframe the question so many times before they're like, yeah, but I can't eat. So, <laughs> you know. Like, a hierarchy of needs here. Like, you know, I can only reframe it so much. Um, yeah. So that was, like, kind of whatever. Well, I think it's also just, like, helpful to to kind of note that, like, you maybe want to go harder on the you still have a job marketing if that's, yeah. like, who you really want it to be. Yeah, I think so, too. And, like, just at the price point that I want to hit and everything, like, I want them to have that disposable income. So, um, and kind of like be setting them up for like setting themselves up for success because I also think like those are going to be like those high achievers and, you know, just the, um, you know, types of people that I've realized I enjoy working with more. Mm -hmm. So, so that was good. That was like kind of some good clarity that I like got from that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think it goes, there's twofold, right? One is I think you don't want to make assumptions because you never have any idea. Like just because someone isn't in a nine-to-five, it doesn't mean they couldn't be the right fit or couldn't pay you. But in terms of marketing, we are going to market to that more. So it's kind of like no assumptions on the back end, but front-end marketing is clear. Something that I really want to point out here is the dichotomy of not making assumptions on the back end, but also having specific marketing on the front end. So what I mean by that is that we don't want to make assumptions that just because someone has already left their job, they can't pay. But also we can be really specific on our front end marketing to people that are still in their jobs, right? And so that's like the really beautiful thing in business where you can be very specific and should be very specific in your marketing and on the front end. But on the back end, when someone comes to you and someone reaches out, we're not making decisions about them before we've talked to them. We're not making assumptions that like, oh, they've already left their job, so they're probably someone that can't pay. 
And that's really the win and the beauty of it. So know that you can and should be very direct on that front end, but you also have to remove those expectations and assumptions on the back end. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, so that was good. And like those people, I still think like, I'm still pretty confident that, you know, a lot of the people were like, you know, I need to get a few clients. I need money coming in and then I can afford you. So I'm pretty confident that when I follow up with them in a couple of months and either they still haven't gotten more clients and maybe I can be like, right. So maybe it's time to make some changes. Like maybe mm-hmm. you need help. Totally. Um, or, you know, so I think that'll be, you know, one way to kind of, um, make them see how coaching could help them. And then, um, you know, on the other side, like maybe they have gotten some clients and, and they are ready to move forward. So, um, so yeah, I'm still like kind of following up with a few of them, but, um, I did email them last week about the group coaching call and, um, scheduled it. So, um, a few of them have like already said, you know, yeah, great. Like I definitely want to attend that. Like, and a couple of people who were, um, we had like, I think a couple of the hard no's, um, are going to attend, which is like, you know, great, fine. That's, you know, serving them extra value. So that's great. Um, and then I think one or two were people who had money objections. So that's fine. Like, great. Have another touch point with them. Then I think Mm -hmm. one or two of them were people who are ghosting me. So we'll see what happens there. Totally. I think like the the thing I would just remember is to like pitch on that free call too. Like if you're doing hot seat coaching, blah, blah, blah. Like don't be afraid to be like, hey, there's so much we could do if we were working together. Like you should really consider it. Or, you know, at the end for sure remind them like what's possible and just like use that as another touch point to like remind them of, of the sale too. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to. So that'll be good. I'm going on vacation for like most of next week. So it's like scheduled for the following week, which is like um, very in between the two holidays. So I think that'll be good. Like I'll get plenty of people attending. It's not too close to Thanksgiving or to Christmas. Um, So that'll be good. Um, Content. Yes. So content is like basically the the main thing, right? Um, So... Yeah, I mapped out – it's basically what I've been, like, circling on. So I was just like, great, yeah, this is going to be it. So basically, like, what I want to do is I want to – my plan is each week – I had already kind of mapped out, like, based on my coaching program that is based on that online course I created the other year. Uh, that's how I had – I had kind of – I didn't realize it, but I had right. already done this, basically, like – great. So each week can be one piece of that, you know, content, one piece of that program. But I did the pillars piece. And so they ended up being really aligned, right? Because I realized that I actually when I built that online course, and now that I'm using for my coaching program, it was really, you know, very similar to the pillars that I've like now identified. Mm -hmm. So so that was really good. So that I mean, it was kind of interesting, because I was like, okay, great. Like, I've actually been super clear this whole time around what I want to cover, like, even though I didn't necessarily realize it. Yeah. So, so that was nice to see. And then, so basically I mapped it out where like, I'm going to have each week, it'll be the main pillar that I'm going to write a blog post for. And then I have to just, I'm going to really mindfully write those blog posts in a way that will allow me to like maximize how I'm repurposing it. So like, I want to pull it out into like an email to my list, like each blog post will turn into an email to my list 
Um, it'll turn into, um, you know, like yep. five or so Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram posts, like feed posts per week. And then story Facebook and Instagram stories like for five to six days per week. So I'm going to really purposefully start to try and write those blogs like where it's like nuggets that I can pop out um, pretty seamlessly. One way that I really like to do that is to just like create like five different lenses that you're basically writing about that topic through. So you could be like my story, a client story, a tip, a tool, a challenge. Like I'm just using those, but we could switch them up, right? Right. But like so you could open with like sharing your story about whatever the topic is, then transition into sharing how you helped a client with that, transition into sharing a tip, and then the tool that they could use and then challenge them to go do something. And that's really nice because then those are your five posts. And it might not always look like that and it doesn't have to be perfect every time, but that's like really useful for me when I'm just trying to write to a topic, but I know I want to break it up. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't really written um, kind of with that in mind before. So I think it'll take like a little bit of practice, but then once I do it, it's going to be really easy to pull everything out and repurpose it. Yeah. So so also another way to think about it is that like I think it just depends on the person, but like is it easier for you to write the post or is it easier for you to write the blog? So for me, it's way easier for me to write the five posts and then smash them together into a blog. Oh, that's interesting. That does feel like it would be easier. Than to write the blog. So it's like if I wrote five posts with like write client story, my story, tip, tool, challenge, like and then smash them together. Um, right. I find that to be just overwhelmingly easier. easier for me. But some of my clients are the opposite. Like, it's easier for them to write the blog first. Either is fine, but, like, I would test both. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I was thinking I would put the blog at the end, though, so that it's, like, you know, because if they're getting the blog at the beginning of the week and then getting all the pieces that are already in that blog, like, it's not as useful versus – you know, they're getting all the pieces throughout the week. And then at the end of the week, the blog pulls them all together into one place. 100% agree with that. Like, it, we want that to be like the wrap up basically instead of like giving it all up at front on the front right. end. And then they're like, well, I already got that. And so we're training them to stop paying attention basically. Right. Exactly. So then I was also toying with like IGTV versus lives because – and I wasn't sure – I just haven't totally landed on – um like, will I be able to churn out an IGTV video for, like, each of these weeks? But I kind of realized, like, I don't really watch IGTVs. I don't really watch YouTube. Right. So I think I'm, like, kind of making the IGTV piece, like, more complicated in my head than it might necessarily need to be. So I kind of want to look and see, like, what other people are doing and then figure that out. One thing I would offer there, though, is that, like, it's sort of like <laughs> – the magic is that you don't watch it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Because what I mean by that is like that means you can do whatever the F you want. It's sort of like, you know, when people listen to podcasts all the time, then they have this very specific view of what they think they can do in a podcast. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Um, so I would almost say the opposite. Like let's just start from a brainstorming perspective. Like if you were going to make videos every week, like what would you want them to look like? Like what is cool in terms of like – the way you would want to consume it or the innovation you would want to provide, like before you look at anything, like let's ask that, right? 
So one thing I really want to point out here is that most of our tendency is to go, well, I should be watching or listening to how other people are doing it so then I can decide how I want to do it. And there's not always a problem with that, right? But something I really want to offer you here is that sometimes the magic is in not having watched or listened to something before and dreaming up how to do it in your own innovative way, right? I have a client who has started a podcast before ever listening to one. I have another client who ran an event before ever going to one. And like, there's so much magic in that sometimes because it allows you to create just completely unfiltered and completely in the way you would do it. If you're someone who listens to podcasts all the time and then you go to create a podcast, nine times out of 10, you're going to end up creating something very similar to what you've been hearing and what you've been listening to. So anyway, I just wanna share with you that idea and that opportunity that The path to creating something new is not always go see what everyone else has done, though that can provide inspiration too. Sometimes the path to creating something new is giving yourself that blank slate and just going, well, how would I do this? And ideating from there. So full permission to do that. There is no one right way. In fact, most people that are killing it in business did it their own way. You guys know I'm a huge proponent of that. So full permission to create your own thing without ever having watched, done, listened to, whatever, anything like it before. And that is surprisingly and often where the most magic will show up in your business. Yeah, like I just imagine, like, because I was trying to think, you know, could I make an IGTV out of each of those topics for each of the weeks? And then I was kind of like, okay, so what is that going to look like? I feel like it'll just be like kind of almost like talking head style. And I'm just going to be like walking through like all of the nuggets, basically. And I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Okay, so so here's the thought, right? And you just tell me what comes up for you here. But, like, the one benefit of, like, posts go out first is that then you know what people are digging. (laughs) Right. Like, if you put out those posts and then, like, the one that was your story is, like, really getting a lot of attention, do the IGTV on that. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking, yeah, just, like, basically, like, talking more in depth about whatever point. Exactly. Like if everyone's asking questions about the tool, do the video on that. If if people are really liking the tip, like go deeper on that. Like it's almost the chance to go deeper on something, right? That you already right. know your audience is picking up, right? Yeah. Well, and I do think that definitely like the tool is would be the easiest, right? Because I could walk them through like here's how to use it. Here is how I use it. Like logistically, here's how you would set it up. Like these are situations where this might work for you. Right. So like, that's definitely the easiest one. Um, so I was trying to think about like the other ones and like what those might look like, but yeah, I I like the idea of giving myself some like flexibility there. Well, I mean, here, here's the truth, right. Is that like, you don't actually always have to even say anything different. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Cause they might be coming at it from a different place. Yeah. They just want to consume it in a different way or they want to like hear it again or they want to think about it slightly differently or whatever. Like, and, and most people won't do all of them either. So I think that it's also like take down some of that pressure in terms of like, oh my gosh, what else would I say about my story? Like just you retelling it in a different format is useful. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely leaning more towards the IGTV because like I know Instagram likes it and it'll give it it gives it preferential treatment over like a live. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there's like a lot of conversation or like questions or something like that, like I can do lives as I need to or want to more. 
um, like keep those more flexible. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, that's more like a bonus for your audience, potentially. That's maybe an opt-in thing. Like, maybe once a month we do a live that people have to opt into. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. To find out the the date and time and information and whatever. But, like, that – like, we could capitalize on that in a different way where, like, what we're really talking about right now is, like, what's that front end just, like, going out every week kind of thing. And so if it's, like – the post and the one right. video, good. If we want to do something where they can interact with you, cool. Like, you have to opt in for that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Does that feel pretty good? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so the the other thing I was, like, I've been starting to think about – so basically I need to, like, do this, and it's kind of, like, I'm a little, like, this week is tough because I'm just going to promote Black Friday. I need to start doing that, like, today. Um and then next week I'm on vacation, so I'm kind of like, oh, like I need to, but I need to start. So I'm gonna see how much I can get done. Like if I could get pretty much everything like scheduled out so that it's going out next week while I'm on vacation, like the first iteration of the content plan. Yeah, honestly, I would say like that's one of those things where like it's always gonna feel heavy until you just do it. <laughs> And exactly. it's such a high exactly. priority. Yeah, it's kind of like right? there's always going to be an excuse. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, like there's always going to be an excuse. Something's always going to come up. So it's kind of like, yeah. So I, um, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to prep it this week. So for next week, because I'm already like also, you know, like if I work a little bit while I'm on vacation, like that typically doesn't really bother me, especially if it's like something like this. That's a bit more creative. So, but I'm going to try and prep it this week. I'm basically working this whole week anyways, because, um, since I'm going to be out next week. So, um, I actually, I'm hoping it'll be an opportunity for me to like get a lot of work done since nobody else is going to be working yep, and emailing totally. me and talking to me. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm like hoping I'll be able to actually have some space and, and prep this. Cause I would, I ideally like in an ideal world, I'll be prepping most if not all of this content, like at least two weeks ahead, like bulk creating it, if not like a month even. And then in the moment during the week, I can, you know, hop on and do extras or, you know, kind of do anything else. But the like base of it, I want to be done ahead of time. For sure. Let's talk about that for a second too, in terms of capturing that content. Um mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously, we want to make sure that, like, you're saving and it's repurposable stuff so that you're not, like, ongoingly writing content every week for the rest of your life kind of thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, let's just talk about storage, basically. Um, So each week you're going to have the five posts, you're going to have a blog, and you're going to have a video, yeah? Yes, and an email. And an email. Perfect. So what we do is basically create Google Drive folders for that week. So we would put all of our content in Mm -hmm. there, the posts, the images, the blog, and the video, right? Mm -hmm. And then label it with like the topic and the date, you know? So like you have your theme and you have your date. Right. So then when I run through all of it, I can just go reuse it, like update it accordingly and then reuse it again in like eight months or ten months or whatever. Totally. I mean, shit, like even three if you have like a busy week or whatever. But it's like 
people are always like, oh my God, like how do you put out so much content? And I'm like, because I just like don't care. We'll reuse shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel weird about right. reusing mm-hmm. stuff either because people, the likelihood that someone has seen it and remembers it is so low. So low. Like mm-hmm. they have to be like up your butt to see it and remember it. They like, would have already <laughs> hired me by that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. If they were following They would closely. be like your biggest fans. <laughs> yeah. So, so that is for sure like something I do not have like a problem with at all. So – Yeah, that's really what I'm hoping to get to. I think that that's just uh, a really smart thing to start doing now because so many people come to me. Like I just had a new client start with me and she's been writing content for two years and has never saved any of it. And she's basically like realizing like, holy crap, (laughs) I need to like go have someone pull all of this. Um, So if you can just start like that extra step of saving it in folders now, having it set up in a really cohesive way, like – you have a busy week in two months even and we're getting to reuse it. But like over time, you're going to build up so much ability to like pull way back on the content and show up in other ways. You guys know I am such a fan of repurposing content and one of the smartest ways to start down that path is to start saving your content right from the beginning. I so often have clients who come to me, you know, who have been putting out uh, content for a year or more and they come to me and are like, hey, I really want to start repurposing. Where do I begin? And I'm like, great. Well, where's all the content you just wrote for the last year? And they're like, um, I don't know, Instagram, right? Um, and so that is, you know, a doable thing. Certainly we can go back and pull all of that, but the best gift you can give yourself is to start saving your content right from the start. So having just a super simple system set up so that you're able to grab and save the content you're creating from day one is so important. I personally have a rule in my business that I'll never write something that just goes one place, right? So I have to save it because we're going to put it other places. So I really want you to consider adopting that rule for yourself where I never write something that doesn't go more than one place and I always save it right? At this point in my business, I very rarely have to write day-to-day content if I don't want to, because I have years built up at this point. And it's such a gift. And it's what lets me do things like the podcast, like more high level videos, like really great client files um, that I do so often because I have more time and space because I have content to repurpose all the time. So I really want you to give yourself that gift, no matter what stage you're at or where you are today decide that you are going to start saving and storing every single thing you write and it will be such amazing collateral to build up in your business yeah i am gonna like at least for now until i figure out like a good flow and stuff i'm definitely gonna do it myself but it's also something that i'm like might have the va help me with too so, like, at some point, I might have the VA, like, be helping me with this stuff. 100%. I mean, quite honestly, she could be the one saving it all. It doesn't mean you have to be. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, you could be creating it and you're, like, telling her, like, hey, put it in the Google Drive folder, label it like this, save it like this. I can even send you screenshots. I'll make myself a little note of how we do that. Okay, cool. Um, I'll send you those in Basecamp. Uh, or maybe like a little Loom video walkthrough. But basically that way you're making all of this worth your effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is what we ultimately want to do. So um, let's talk about kind of like 
platform engagement and stuff like that. Because obviously you're going to be putting stuff out on your platform. You're going to be putting out an email. You're going to be doing the story or the video. But like, how do we get people to you? Like, what's our plan there? I don't, I don't fucking know. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, stop asking me questions Uh, I don't know the answer to. Yeah, I mean, so like, obviously... I think the IGTV piece, like that will definitely help because, you know, they really, IG, they, they push Instagram it. Yeah, yeah. Want, yeah they, they push it. So uh, hopefully that'll help me get, be discoverable. And then obviously like using hashtags in the stories and the posts to a certain extent. Um, but I think I'm going to try, I've been thinking about it and I think I'm going to try to just like start getting into other people's communities so, like, either going live in their Facebook groups or, like, going on their podcasts, um, I think would probably be the most effective way to start building my audience. What are your thoughts on that? 100%. Like, here's the thing, right? Um you're already creating this content. So for us to not put it other places is just a waste. (laughs) Right. Like you're going to have five like really juicy, awesome posts. For us to not do something to put that somewhere else is wasted, right? Now what we can do, and this is sort of my take, is that you put the the actual written content other places and then what we tease is like come follow me on, you know, Instagram to like get my video on this kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So we're still giving people a reason to come and specifically follow you and we're still giving them kind of like an extra uh, upsell or extra value rather if they do that. But like fundamentally, it makes no sense not to put this content in other places for you at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, definitely like guest blogging would probably be the easiest just because like I can tweak the blog post enough on my own time, you know what I mean? Versus like going live in other people's Facebook groups or like the podcast, it's more of a scheduled thing. Um, And it's like so easy to just link back. Yeah, I would say that. And then I would say secondarily is like being in other Facebook groups as well. Right. Oh, oh yeah. So I was not even thinking that, but like I'm going to be all up in all the Facebook groups that I am in. Like, hey, look at this thing. Look at this thing. Like that, I, I forgot about that. But that's like its whole other thing because I don't have to like, reach out and ask people to do their communities, right? I can just like be in there offering free value. So definitely going to do that. Okay. So a big piece of that is can we have your VA doing that and then you're engaging? Yeah, that's that's what I was just about to say. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, sharing that content in Facebook groups and then engaging. I think that's a really good starting point. And then I think for the other stuff, like you can make that basically like a – give it like a container. Like I pitch to one podcast a week and one guest blog a week or whatever where it's not this like very intensive thing, but it's like you know like what you're doing for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like so I have some like goals and ROI on that. Yep. And like, you know, we could always up it from there, but just as a starting point, you or your VA, like that's the goal. Like let's get out one a week for a month and like what happens? Do we convert to? Great. Like two might be enough for us for right now while we're just building this or we might like really convert well off those and want it to be higher, but like we could at least start tracking what's happening there. Yeah. That makes sense. 
without it being like, you know, what what a lot of people do is they go like wild with it. They're like, I'm going to pitch to 40 podcasts this month. And then like nobody has time to get on 20 podcasts in a month kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, definitely don't want to do that anyways, because I just know how I like to work and being on a lot of calls in one week is like not my ideal situation. Mm-hmm. So, so that's definitely, I mean, I like for sure sharing in the Facebook groups, like that is like, the top priority because it's kind of the fastest and easiest and then the rest of it is a little bit more like long (laughs) yeah cheapest and then the rest of it is like a bit longer tail you know building relationships getting on other people's stuff that kind of a thing totally and and the thing with the groups and we can talk about like if this is you or your va is that like obviously your engagement matters pretty significantly Mm mm-hmm So that's something to think about too. Like, do I want to do that? Do I really want to get my VA on that? Like, what's the best way for me to manage that piece? Because I know that that's going to give me like the most bang for my buck in terms of spending that time. What comes up for you there? I think having her, at least initially having her post in the groups um, and then like sending me the link to the post so I can like check it or, you know, I'll get notifications, but like check it really easily and then be engaging there, I think feels good initially because what might start to happen is even as the posts, there's posts that go up with like different topics, there might get be some similar engagement where we can start to be like, okay, this is how I would answer this. Kind of like so she can pull it. Totally. And do that like initial engagement if it's like something that she like I have answered before kind of a thing. Um, so but I think initially like it'll probably be good for that to be me. Yeah, for sure. And like secondarily, like just engaging on other posts in the group is really important too. Oh, yeah, for sure. I will probably do that myself. It's super quick. Like it's Again, so quick can be for her me, you. So. It might make the most sense to start with you. Yeah, makes most sense to start with me. And it is really quick for me because I know how I would answer because it's in my brain, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> as I'm – as she's getting – you know, we're getting comfortable with each other, like – it's it, yeah, it'd be great for her to do it, but it it'll take her time more time than if I'm doing it at least initially, and then I can kind of pull like, oh, so if you see a post like this, like you know, here's like three options, and I do. She's good enough where she can choose the option that makes the most sense. You know what I mean? Yes, totally. So it's like I'm pre-writing them. Okay, so we're gonna just say we're basically like starting to train her on engagement, but it's gonna be like a slow process in terms of like you're really going to own it at the beginning and we'll just start to slowly bring her on board with that. Something I absolutely love that Sam says here is engagement is quick for me because I know how I'd answer it, right? That's the whole thing, (laughs) y'all. Like, right? That's how you make it easy and that's how you trust yourself, right? So many people feel like engagement is so difficult or so challenging or so time consuming and nine times out of 10, it's because they don't trust themselves and they're overthinking it very little is hard about engagement. Like the way to think about engagement is like having a conversation at a dinner table with people, right? It's just like you're trusting yourself and you're knowing what you're saying. (laughs) Like if you were to sit there at that dinner table and rethink and overthink and worry about everything you said, you'd have a totally different experience. And the same is true with engagement. It is fast, it is easy, and it is simple. If you just decide that you know the answer, you know what you'd say, and you know you trust yourself. 
that wipes the slate clean in terms of issues and resistance and all of those things. You're like, I just get to go be a human talking to other humans for 10 minutes today. That's cool AF, right? So really notice this important mindset shift and how you can take the mentality that there's nothing easier than engaging and talking to other humans because I love doing that and there's so much ease around that and I trust myself to do that, right? So take that mindset and watch it transform how you build relationships online because I promise it will and it will be faster and it will be simpler and it will be easier than ever before. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Next question is Black Friday related in terms of that. Where are you going to share the Black Friday offers? So, yeah, my plan is like I'm not really prepping like um, a lot of graphics or anything like that like my plan is just to be in insta stories like every day starting today through monday even though i'll be on vacation so promoting it on insta stories i have a few people who are gonna share it for me like a few people i know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um in my masterminds and stuff so um so they're gonna share it to their you know audiences um And then I have to go look because I do want to share it in other people's – I want to share it in Facebook groups. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I had to – you know, because, like, some people are like, I don't – it doesn't matter. You know, no no self-promotion. And I'm like, then why are we fucking here? But, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's (laughs) their group. They manage it. It's fine. So I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So you don't want me to share a free thing to your people. Got it. Great. Um, but whatever. But to all the ones that I am allowed Hashtag to do that community. in, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, like great, it's going well. Um, so yeah, I was gonna share it in relevant Facebook groups, 100, percent and then other people are sharing it for me, and then I'm doing it like in my stories and in my feed on all of my channels, basically. So Sam and I share a little joke here about communities and offering free um, value and free offers in them. I am personally such a big believer in the fact that like I want my people to be offering and getting free value in my group. So my group is Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneur on Facebook. And it's so important to me to have that community mentality. In fact, someone asked me the other day, like, would it be weird for you if someone got clients in your group? And I was like, that would be the best gift ever. Like if people are getting clients and people are getting free calls and people are getting amazing free offers in my group, nothing makes me happier because I'm about what I say I'm about which is helping other women build and grow their businesses and have lit up lives. That only and ever contributes to it. Nothing takes away from that. Someone getting a client in my group takes nothing away from me. It only builds my business and brand. Someone putting out a free offer in my group takes nothing away from me. It only builds my business and brand, right? And when you can have that thought, you can let other people's wins be the thing that grows your business. It's like that mentality of a rising tide lifts all boats, right? When you decide that someone else posting a free offer in your community is threatening or bad or spammy or whatever we might label it, you're totally missing the point, in my opinion, of what community really means. 
friends, right? So I just wanted to share what we were kind of talking about and teasing about there and what my take is on it because I think that's very important. It's okay if you don't run your community in that way. This isn't a call to say that you have to, but I just really wanted to provide my perspective there. And the gift that we can give each other and other women and not looking at it as competition, but looking at it as like the more people like get clients and get amazing experiences and get amazing value in my community, the more my community grows, the more my business grows, the more my bank account grows. Like it's just a truth. The less people find value and are able to give value in my community, the less they want to be there. It's really as simple as that, right? So don't hesitate, in my opinion, <laughs> to be someone that's sharing free value, be someone that's allowing that to happen in your community because a rising tide truly does lift all boats. And if you take that mentality, it is wild how fast your community will grow and how engaged it will be. So I think that um, one thing I really feel like is important for you here and this is like a really good moment, and I think like most groups will allow Black Friday promotions because Mm-hmm. They almost have to in a certain sense. Like they don't have to, but like, do you know what I mean? Most cave on that day, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But what I think is really, really important and relevant about that for you that I just want to touch on is um, this is sort of an opportunity to establish yourself as an expert right away. Like I, like I really want that languaging about like you having this business, having done this behind the scenes for really big businesses for years at this point. Like I want you to hit that super hard. And I think like Black Friday just gives you a reason to talk about digital marketing basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So like I want your marketing to not just be like, hey, here's this awesome free thing. I really want it to be like I have, you know, I have so much knowledge, so much experience. I'm like, you know, adding this new arm to my business and like here's your opportunity where you're really coming in as like this high level expert that's just adding on to her very big business because all that's true. But like it's really your job and responsibility to make sure you're saying that. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Um, so that's like the reason it's like I you don't need to post in other groups in terms of like uh getting enough people that want it. It's just more like I want it to be this first layer of opportunity where people see you as that expert from like square one kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Does that messaging feel clear or would it be helpful to talk through that a little bit? I feel like it makes sense. I like kind of in my digital strategy intensive, I had like one sentence like that. And it was like, you know, I typically charge like $1,500 and up in this. Uh-huh. So this is your opportunity to get it for less. So I kind of need to just like it. It need, It's just that, but like. So much more. Oh, my God. Exactly. Well, I think I told you when I looked at that sales page, too, I put it in Basecamp for you. Like, definitely add more of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I still have to do that. Because you're just, like, undervaluing yourself so much. Like, this sounds so shitty, but I'm going to say it anyway. But it's, like, (laughs) we want to make it clear that you're not somebody that, like, had a, you know, whatever, like, completely irrelevant – job yesterday was like babysitting or something and is now like giving digital marketing strategy, (laughs) right? Like our job is to make it really, really, really clear that like the level of value and the level of experience that you're providing makes this the most no-brainer thing ever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's like I'm not really learning like on the go. Like I already know these things. Right. And like really leveraging some of the experience that you could share on that. Like, you know, you have clients making like 
a certain level of income in their business. They're um, at a certain level. You're behind the scenes creating all the content for that. Like I want us to like go so deep in terms of that because that's what makes me want to hire you as a coach then because you have like all this like on the ground experience, right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's like so funny because like just with my scholarship client, I was like, okay, so she was kind of like, okay, so I should post post in Facebook groups. And I was like, yes, but like, here's how you do that, like super strategically. And she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Cause I just feel like I'm always scrolling through and looking. And so it's like things that I've just like picked up along the way mm-hmm. that are like, it's, it's a no brainer to me. Like, it's literally just like, I don't even have to think about it, but for other people, it's like, they don't know what the fuck to do. A hundred percent. And like, that's why they should hire you. That's what makes a difference. That's what makes right. you worth way more than you're even charging, so on and so forth. But like, they don't know you from anyone at this point. So if you're not screaming that from the rooftops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and it's it's funny when I was like doing the digital strategy intensive page. And once I got your feedback, I was like, duh, that makes sense. Because I was basically writing it as if they have like already been – like they already knew me. <laughs> they so know. They like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they already know me. So I did like put some, you know, kind of like sales language in there and like, you know, the value and stuff like that. But it was like I really was writing it as if like they've already like been following me and then they navigated to that page, which is like really not the case in most instances. So yep. you gave me that feedback and I was like, duh, like, I don't know why, but I, probably because I wrote that page at like midnight, but um, well, you're it just so much sense. writing from your vantage point and that's what we all screw up sometimes is like, we know what we know, so we forget to say otherwise, right? Right. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, I kind of just have to listen to my own advice sometimes. Like, you know, I always say like, people don't know you like you think, oh, I'm posting this thing way too often, people are going to get annoyed. And the likelihood that they even saw it once is low, let alone twice. So like, who cares? Like, just put it out there like as much as possible. And they also aren't going to take the time to figure it out. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, she's offering digital strategy. I wonder if she has experience in that area. Like, they don't care. They're not going to figure that out. Like, you're either going to tell them or they're going to move on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay. So in terms of that, like, what feels like the strong messaging there? Is it that, like, your clients are at a certain level, that you've built your business to a certain level, all of the above? Like, I really want you to just, like, say it out loud for me. Like, What are we telling them makes you the fucking bomb that they have to hire? So this is a hefty dose of permission to absolutely keep sharing the same thing over and over, right? Especially your own expertise, right? So Sam has all of this expertise and knowledge and wins and results, right? But nobody knows that. Nobody in these communities knows that yet. They don't know her as a coach. They don't know her as someone who has all of this amazing experience, right? It is her job, literally, to tell them, right? And so when she takes that as this is my job and goes out and shares it a ton, she's winning and they're winning because they're like, oh, this is a really smart and amazing human that I can learn from, beautiful. And she's actually getting people that are interested in what she has to say. Being a broken record on that is the best thing you can do in your business, right? There's nothing wrong with that. 
We do not come into the online space with people being able to see and know our resume and automatically have that memorized. It is absolutely our job to get them on board, to tell them, to educate them. So don't see that as something negative. This isn't something you have to prove, but this absolutely is something you have to show and that you have to talk about all the time in order for people to understand, engage with you, and want to learn more from you. So I hope this is beautiful permission for you to do the same, to shout it from the rooftops, to be a broken record, because that is absolutely a requirement of people understanding and knowing you in the way that you want them to so that they want to follow you, buy from you, and learn more from you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely because the whole thing around the digital strategy intensive is like, what do you need to do to get clients, right? And so I think a lot of it is saying like, I have clients who are, I don't know, I'd have to think about how much they're making. I mean, I have some clients who are multi-million dollar a year businesses Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we're pulling that in. I also have some clients who are really starting from the beginning and we've grown their revenue, you know, 2Xing it every month kind of a thing. And then really, I realized this the other day, but like I basically scaled my business like by uh, over $100,000 in under a year. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, so I realized that the other day. So that's definitely like some language I'm going to start to use more. Um, and then it's also, um, yeah, I think it's like client wins, but also definitely scaling my business to 100,000 or by over 100,000 in less than a year. And then it's also just like, it's easy like to get clients and like it doesn't have to feel hard and like putting that language around like I, I'm wondering if I should even use some like language around you know if they feel weird about like putting themselves out there but I don't really know that might like take away from the strategy intensive a little bit well I think it's like what most people are saying to themselves is I don't know how Right. Yeah, Even like, if they feel weird, most people want to pretend that's not true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. They just want to yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I like just don't know how. They don't want to be confronted with like their own Totally. They just want it to be like, I don't know how. So like the reason all of the client stuff is really important, like I think that whole like I have – I'm help running the digital strategy for clients running a multi-million dollar business like is so fucking important is because they're like, oh, she knows how, Right. Yeah. Well, a lot of times it's, I can really lift the language that I use so easily when I'm talking to potential agency clients here, because that's basically like kind of what they're in the middle right now for the intensive. And a lot of times I'm like, you know, you don't have time either. Like you, you don't have time to do it. You don't know where to start. You feel overwhelmed and you just like need guidance and you need somebody to tell you like, this is what you should do. And this is why you should do it. Yeah. And like, then you so that you can move on and like start effectively marketing your business. So I think I can actually want like reuse that language. Well, I think it's also really important to be like I'm telling multi million dollar a year business owners what they should do and why they should do it. Like hire me to do that for you so you can get there. Yeah. Do you think? I wonder if it would be worth it. Like one thing that I say to people a lot is like I have clients for like years. Like, I have had some clients for, like, four years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, my cl- because they know that I am giving them good strategy and, like, it works. Like, so most of my clients I have for over a year. It's very rare for me to have a client for less than a year. Yeah, so what I would say is, like, basically – 
uh, and you you obviously have this recording, but I'll shoot you my piece of it too. So you have this as well. But like what I would say is like that that breaks down into four different posts you could write. Like I want you to write a post about how you have client retention. Mm-hmm. I want you to write a post about how you advise multi-million dollar year businesses on their strategy. I want you to write a post about how you you know scaled over a hundred thousand in a year. And I want you to write a post about like, you know, a client win, like the whole like two times their revenue every month or whatever. Like th- those four, like you're golden. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, and this is what nobody that's like coming into coaching can really say. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's like my basically my past experience just like lends itself really well to this. Yeah, you've basically been in preparation for this, so to speak, which is why everyone was telling you for so long, you have to start coaching and you just finally did, you know? Right. Yeah. And so you really have to own that and you have to lead with that because like, again, like most people cannot say that. Even most business coaches that are making you know, $10,000 a year can't say that they're getting results or advising clients at that level. So like you have to almost be like an, an just a complete fucking broken record. Use it for the Black Friday stuff. We're going to try to get people on calls after this, which we'll we'll talk about more. I think each one of those four could be like a feed post and then I'm like popping on and talking about basically at least one of those every day but but like actually I could focus on one every day but then also like mention the other ones also every day 100% so yeah I I think that's really good I like that idea a lot and then you know focusing on the value like I charge $1,500 a month starting at $1,500 a month and to like do this and execute so like why wouldn't you want to get that strategy so that you can move forward and execute for 500 or for, you know for 397 for Black Friday. Mhm. Absolutely. And like that's one of those offers where like somebody could just jump on that not really knowing you. Right. Yeah. And I have had that like I did that I have one agency client who they were kind of like, "Oh, we're not sure could you do a strategy for us?" and I charge I charge 1500 because it was the agency. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, like they just bought it like after one call because they were like, all right, great. So at this price point, it should be fine. I've basically already sold this before. Yeah, exactly. So like this is really just one of those things where like if you talk it up enough, like your experience, your results, the results you've gotten for your clients or whatever, I could see that and just pay $3.97 on the spot. Like I'm not thinking about it that hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. And I think it's like a good price point. So um, cause especially cause did, did I say it came with a call? I don't even remember. That's bad. Yeah. I should probably remember. It does. Okay. It does. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> I'm glad you remember. So I feel like, like, yeah, like it's coming with a call. So I feel like that's a really good price, like strong price point. Absolutely. Plus then we want them to be on the call because we want to well, sell them. But the right. point, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The point is that like, you just have to be kind of like, obnoxiously vocal about like all of the reasons why they have to buy this right now, especially because Black Friday is just a noisy time in general, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it has to be even more than normal because of Black Friday Mm -hmm. and that just is what it is and that's fine. 100%. Um, Okay. Yeah. I I feel really good about that. And then I'm going to do the content piece this week as well. Um. 
it's kind of funny because I'm so comfortable in the Facebook groups. And I hadn't really been thinking about like, I have to do the content because I have the thing to post in the Facebook group. So that actually (laughs) makes me feel better. Because like, what annoys me is like, I'm like, I got to post on my feed and the the stories and all the all the shit every week but then i'm like oh but then i'm gonna like i can actually be promoting in the facebook groups then and i'm gonna like have something to say so that like makes me feel better about it i don't know why but whatever yeah well it feels worth it then right because you're like i'm drawing new people in i'm getting in front of new people like i know i sign clients that way like the motivation kicks in right yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah, instead of just like, I'm posting it, like it's going out into the ether, like internet capital yeah. I, it's more like, okay, that's like more purposeful. So I guess that's why it like feels like a better time spent because I have that like really specific action that's going to happen out of that. So good. Well, I think you're doing amazing. Like I would definitely just focus on like, you know, pitching to that free group call you're having, giving um your content like some time to get out there and like giving it the the space to save it and have your VA do that. We'll work on like guest blog podcast pitches one time a week. Um and you know just again like biggest take to, biggest to do is like go wild with telling people how awesome you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited and I'm like excited for next month because it's like the new normal and I will have time to like do these things. So, and this is like fun stuff. Like let's be real. It's fun stuff. So it's like, I need to just be thinking about it that way. A hundred percent. It's, it's like exactly what you want. It's just continuing to have that frame. Right. Exactly. So something I loved at the end here is how Sam was like, this is fun stuff, right? And how that mindset is everything. Like I totally see it that way in my business and that's why it's easy and in flow and fun for me to show up. It's so fun to share a message that I really care about. It's so fun to connect with other humans online that also care about that message. It's so fun to engage with other women that are trying to grow their business. It's so fun to be making connections every day. It's so fun to be telling people about my expertise and showing them how much I can help them like all of that is freaking fun right like if you think about you know like uh if you still have a job or when you were at an old job or whatever like you didn't get to do any of that every day like you didn't get to share a message you cared about or have all of these amazing connections and do that with women around the world doing the same thing and i could go on and on in this forever but my point is taking that lens of like this is all fun is so important i think that sometimes we get so wrapped up in the strategy of all of it like i'm supposed to share my expertise i have to have content done in this way i have to say things in this way. I have to put stuff out there. Like, sure, all of that's important and it is strategy, but ultimately if you can find the fun and excitement and joy behind getting to do this every day and getting this to be your business and your job and your life, like you will go so far so fast because you will bring that excited and fun energy to everything you do. If it always feels like a chore, you're totally missing the point, right? So this is a gift. This is an amazing gift and it can and should be fun. So I hope you take that away from today. I promise you it will bring so much more ease and joy to your business. And just look at the incredible opportunity that's sitting in front of you, the incredible things you get to share and go have some freaking fun with it. 
So one of the things I love about Sam is that she is building this business while traveling around the US in an RV. And I think that's just so cool and so unique. So one thing I wanted to make sure we did on this podcast was to keep you guys updated on that and like where she's at and what's going on with that too, because I think that's just such a unique perspective and a unique experience that she's bringing to this. So I usually ask her at the beginning of sessions, but sometimes I forget. So I definitely forgot this time we recorded this extra clip in at the end so you can stay up to date on where she's at, what she's doing, and how she's kind of living this really unique and amazing life while she's building this business. Okay, so tell us where you are. Update us on what you've been doing. I know you were traveling for your training. You guys were all over the place. Tell us where you are now. Yeah, so we are back in sunny Florida for the holidays. Yeah, so we were in New Orleans last week after my training and then visiting some family there. And then we are back in Jacksonville for like two days. And then we're going to South Florida for a while before we go on vacation in Key Largo. And then, yeah, we're kind of like all over the place for the month of December. So um, with the camper and without the camper. So we're just like moving and shaking over here. Yeah. So you're leaving the camper in South Florida. You guys are going to fly down to the Keys. No, we're going to leave the camper in Jacksonville and drive to South Florida and then drive to Largo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So exciting. Are you like feeling nice to like kind of have a break from the camper life or Um, do you feel like you're going to miss it? (laughs) No, uh, a little. Basically because we like always do travel days on the weekends for the most part. So it kind of eats up your weekend a little bit. So it'll be really nice to like have like not be drive you know when we just drive with the truck it's like and we're going somewhere close it's not a big deal so we can just like drive in the evening or whatever so um it'll be nice like have a little break but we'll definitely be like living out of suitcases for this whole month now so I think that I'll end up missing my my home on wheels (laughs) yeah totally because it's still like that grounded home base but like it's probably like freeing in a way to not be dragging it around but also like you miss that groundedness Yeah, I mean, like, it's my house, so it's, like, all my shit is in here, and that always is nice, and I can just, like, be on my couch and be in my own bed and everything, but it is definitely going to be nice, like, to take a shower as long as I want to take a shower and (laughs) not have to deal with, like, weird random camper things that that we do, so. (laughs) So good. So good. Well, thank you for taking us on that piece of your journey as well, and I hope that you have a very happy Thanksgiving and a fun trip. Thanks. You too. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.